themselves the Bad Batch. Sessions back again, boy. My heart and blood all ran, boy. Chrome was ain't enough, boy. So you're asking when, boy? Capping every week, boy. That batch is on your screen, boy. Made that display debut. Made that background hot, It's the bad batch. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions, the Bad Batch Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon here, he's Luke Bly, he's my friend, but we all know him as Master Blywalker. How are you, sir? Hello there, Matty boy. I'm good. How on earth are you on this fine Bad Batch beat bitch Friday? Beat beat bitch. It is. Uh, <laughs> I'm very well, my friend. First and foremost, always good. To, as we always say, start the show off. Lovely to have some more content on a Friday morning, and also mm. being able to jump on and chat about it on a Friday. These long barren stretches between this and I assume the Book of Boba Fett, they're going to be long, aimless Fridays, mate. But I'm okay. It's uh, as I said off air. It's hammering it down here. It's lovely. It is Camino esque weather. It's cooler, so I'm not sweating as much, but um, looking forward to talking today's episode. But before that, how are you doing? Yeah, mate, I'm all right. And like you said, the rain has been a really big welcome for the Bly household, for me in particular, because yes. of the hay fever. The hay fever has been mental. Mm-hmm. It has been absolutely yep. crazy this week. <laughs> I know we met up earlier, did a podcast um, earlier on in the week, and toward the end, I was dying, mate. I was, <laughs> was. like, nah. Um, I'm white flag, white flag here. I've had enough. I've had enough. Um, Literally so, scarpered like a scolded dog. It's too hot, mate. I went up to central London um, the other day as well. And I was on the Northern line, which is like one of the deepest uh, underground lines. And oh my word, it felt like 50 degrees. It's horrible there. on the underground at this in that weather. And you got a face mask on, Matty boy. You yes. got a face mask on, on, <laughs> on like a deep tunnel. Oh. It's like, oh man. Obviously, you know, we're all for trying to prevent people from getting ill and, you know, dying. But, um, <laughs> to, yeah, to call a spade a spade. But there we go, mate. It's, uh, bad. What I'm trying to say is bad batch is a spicy number. It is a breath of fresh spice mm-hmm. for yeah. what has been a crazy week. So, and man, I, do, Matty boy. For me, for me, mate, this episode really delivered. It yeah. really, really delivered. Um, from the top, what are you thinking, mate, boy? Delivered like a fry up on a uh, casual Tuesday afternoon. Well, uh, <laughs> just want to drop for anyone who hasn't seen the episode, we're going full spoiler, uh, especially for an episode like this. Full spoiler, if you haven't seen it, we are going to say what happens. Uh, so go check out the episode, Reunion, 25 minutes long, uh, wherever you watch it, Disney Plus or however you want to do that. Um, check it out and I thought this episode yeah was really really good mate genuinely really good and not just because of any cameos but because it we're now whereas the first half of the season we dug and they kind of planet hopping planet hopping planet hopping we were on Bracca for the last episode Fallen Order represent now we're still on Bracca now and it's a continuation 
which is what I hope they do, is they wouldn't just get off Bracker this episode and move on. We've got a continuation. Crosshair and the gang are back. Um, the Bad Batch having to use their smarts to get out of a situation. Omega, as she did in the first half, Omega, you know, they can't rely on her to get them out of the situation um, for any method. And, of course, what happened at the end was just bonkers good. So, uh, really, really happy with this one, mate. Mate, it was an absolute spice experience, mate. <laughs> it was absolute filth. Absolute filth. A lot happens. And once again, I think this episode gets a lot of things right because it has the cute little moments, has funny moments, has that really family feel because that's what this is. And that is ultimately what Star Wars is all about. And we know Dave Filoni is the biggest fan and believer in that. Uh, And, mate, there was action. And yeah. it was really good. And Matty boy, I'm going to use your expression now, mate, your favorite expression. It felt to me like I'd gone down to the uh, supermarket, gone down to Tesco, mate. I've got my beers. <laughs> and do you know what? I've seen an offer. Yeah, Two for yeah. one Ooh. on steaks, mate, on steaks. Oh, oh <laughs> crap. Oh, the steaks. The steaks are here. <laughs> steak steak galore um yeah it felt like there were steaks man honestly it felt good no it It felt really good it it really did the uh the cad batch felt like oh oh, felt like they were in a bit of trouble and and i liked it i liked the uh they're on this huge ship and i like how they kind of showed the scope of it whilst only showing little bits as well that might sound strange to say but I still felt like I was on a massive ship when they needed to go big, as they did in the engine they did. But it was still, uh, a lot of it was cr- uh, creeping through corridors. I got a little bit of Fallen Order vibes obs from those moments. And when the Bracker night came, I was like, "That that's Fallen Order. That is it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Extremely kind of bluey, purpley sky with the, like, the really clear star- stars. It looked, again, it looks like awesome. This, this season... For one thing people can't say about this show is it doesn't look good. This show looks brilliant. It really, oh, yeah. really does. And when that engine at the end was firing up, I was like, damn, this looks good. But yeah, yeah we've got everything, everything you want, everything this show's done so far was distilled again in this episode. Even, you know, even cute uh, surrogate father-daughter moments like teaching them how to disable a bomb. We've all been there. Um, but the way that they, uh, the way they do that with Rika and Amiga was... Um, really quite cool uh it opens with crosshair on camino camino looked pretty cool as well um inside that kind of neon lit office so he's so people have been asking for crosshair he's back straight away we get uh we find that wrecker loves the proton torpedo but after about five or six minutes the episode really gets going when uh when the imps when crosshair mm-hmm. and his death squad mm-hmm. arrive on on Bracker. Imps. The imps. But what I liked is we've all been talking about you know, who who hired Phoenix Shan, who hired Phoenix Shan. Ooh, what's going on? They answered it in this episode in the most nonchalant way, which I liked. When the Kaminoans were literally like, "Well, we've already got one bounty hunter out. Let's get another yep. one." And that was yep. it. No big reveal, man. It's great. Yeah, I loved that. I loved that. It was so subtle, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just feel like last week. We were saying, yeah, I hope this like carries on with the main quest, right? The main mm-hmm. story. I hope these strides all come together. Man, this episode just like brought everything together back into one cohesive story. We're halfway through the series now, the first season. And, you know, it, 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 it feels like that. 
and I, I'm 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 really really happy for that. Um, and once again, it's it's made me really 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 excited for next week. And it, you mm-hmm. know, if there was if next week's episode was available now, I'd be watching it right now. You know, I'd be like, right, I need to know what's happening next. Um, and that's good TV. That's good TV, especially for, I'll say again, a family orientated animated show. Mm-hmm. You know, this at the end of the day, this is for all the family, particularly kids. And yeah. man, I just think this show is delivering, man. It is delivering. I just think it's consistently getting things right, mm-hmm. more so than its predecessors, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. I think the sto- the style of storytelling is obviously a little bit different uh, yeah. because there's not really arcs in this, is there? It's just it one really linear. Been, yeah. It's kind of been like very small character arcs within, but not one but large right. or not a few, not a few like we got in the Clone Wars. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's a lot more like Rebels in that sense, where it's just this yes. linear story that's chronological going from start to finish in yeah. theory it did <clears> here <throat> and because, there but it's still going to the same place here uh, uh, yeah precisely um man and it, it, just the small moments in this episode the gate movement oh c- killed me <laughs> killed me when Rekka is like right let me get this yeah. out of the way and omega's just like clicks a button mate the door just opens. <laughs> oh man, it's so sweet, so so sweet. There's a, quite a few moments like that in this episode, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it just works, Matty boy. I think it works. It, it, it's not. It's not too cheesy. It's nope. it's not OTT. It works. It's grounded, and I think it's something that kids all find funny, but also adults can look at that and go, "Yeah, that's quite funny." Actually, that gave me mm-hmm. a little bit of a giggle. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's good. That's good storytelling in my books. Yep, I think so far. Uh, I remember you said up top in the first episode that you thought that was p- possibly the best or was the best opening episode of an animated series in the Star Wars galaxy. I think so far we're getting the best first season as well. I mean, consistently yeah. first season hasn't, but I don't think. Then there may be people who disagree, but I haven't. I don't think there's one episode which is kind of like, uh, well, this was a bit naff. Yeah, they've all been they've all been decent at least, and some have been very good. Uh, and this one was one of them. And like you said about the uh, about the bit of beef, the stakes they are there. But oh. They they know when to change the tone up. So when the bad batch are being uh, are being stalked, um, they're the prey on this ship. You know the, the they, you know the, the tone switches. We go into very dark corridors. The music changes tone. It's not. It doesn't feel like um, it's Saturday morning cartoon as much. Then when you've got kind of like uh heroic music as they're running through the halls no it's kind of music where a one, one run step and you're going to get blasted so i really like how they did that yeah. um and and again cross crosshairs a crosshairs a beast i think he's great in this and when omega is trying to reason with him saying remember what i told you on the brig and yeah. they kind of want you to think oh is she going to get through to crosshair but he just takes one step forward aims his gun at her and says everybody like train your weapons on the kid now so he's uh for now he's gone he's completely gone over to the um the empire the imperial line of thinking um Imp. and the imps and yeah i, I, I like <laughs> the way they got out of situations like you uh transferring the power to the cannons uh, to, to blow up the deck uh blowing up the engine which i thought looked awesome like when the engine was breaking into and crosshairs is watching it and yeah, the, the yeah. way it looked was 
stunningly um, realised. And then, of course, <laughs> no, <laughs> as the full weight of that um, engine, the uh, the full heat and flame just starts to incinerate him. Obviously, yeah. he doesn't die, but <laughs> I thought that was quite fun. It, well, in no, a kind it- of dark way. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. And do you know what? Just being, just being back in the, uh, I don't know what, how how you'd say it, like the cannon halls, like the compartments of that ship where all the cannons are. Um, it it just took me back to Revenge of the Sith, you know, because there, there are those few scenes at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, which, by Mm -hmm. the way, I cannot wait to do our commentary on. I've been, mate, like I said, I've been so, Oh, I've been so interested yesterday back here. I was like, I've got to go, got to do that soon. I'm so I, I want to watch it, but I can't because I'm saving everything for that awesome commentary for Star Wars I'm Sessions s- Patreon. So excited, so excited to watch that. But anyway, it took me right back into Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, mate, this is so cool. This is so so cool. Just seeing those little bits and bobs, you're like, man, nostalgia, nostalgia ultra. It was just mad mate loved it and yet even the way the cannons played into the story mm-hmm. made sense because even when you saw them in revenge of the sith you know these cannons were big boys and they would they would they would yeah. really move like old <laughs> it was almost like old Napo- napoleonic like artillery it was you yeah. know like the way and that's kind of the vibes we got and that's that's from the revenge of the sith right that is from episode three but just seeing it I get work again in a just completely different way and different purpose in this episode of the bad batch was so cool. It was so cool. Loved it, mate. Loved it. Yep. And, uh, and crosshairs team as well. I liked the fact that they weren't stupid. They weren't daft. Did I mean, no. I know crosshair even says he, he, he got, he, the bad batch tried to one up him by, uh, jamming their communications and then tapping into them. Whereas the whole time crosshairs onto them, knowing that they do that and predicted their moves as well. And so his team didn't come across like punks, which I liked. I like that they're really kind of building up him as a formidable commander and foe and the, and his, and his squad as well with the troopers that they're not just, you know, cannon fodder. Obviously at the end, we find out that they're all dead, but no one's surviving that bad boy. But um, I mean, before that, yeah, I uh, before the, obviously the big, the big, the, the final sequence at the end there. I was on board with this anyway. I was on board with the episode. I think it's, I think it was realised very well into animated in terms of the Stokes, in terms of the story, oh. the character moments. I didn't feel like it was a, I didn't feel like it was a silly moment when they blew up the engine or they um, scomped into the cannons mm. to blow up the deck. I didn't think it felt mm-hmm. silly. Um, I'm assuming that when Wrecker's teaching Omega how to disable those thermal explosives, that's going to come back at some point in the, in the, in the future episode. So we're going to learn more about that because that felt a bit too much of a setup um, to just be ignored. So I'm assuming she's going to have to disable a bomb at some point if she gets away from the predicament she finds herself in. So uh, unless you've got anything else to mention about the, f- the first two thirds, do you want to get into that ending, mate? <laughs> uh, no, I just want to echo what you said. Echo. 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 Okay. Is there an echo, echo? Here? Yes. Uh, what? Who are you? Uh, I'm Echo. Oh, love it. Love it. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, the bomb thing. I think you're spot on, man. Spot on. I thought that was really cool. But yeah, uh, setting up something for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should we get into the ending? Should we get into the ending? Because it was one of those moments, you know, when um, Han- Hanta 
and <laughs> um, little baby Amiga was climbing onto to that main like hallway. Was it like a big? It was it was like a dock, wasn't it? It's yeah, like a space dock, like, yeah. like on the yeah, side yeah. of a ship, and um, there's just all these clones dead. Yeah. Uh, mate, you, my imagination just ran wild. I was like, <laughs> "Hang on, what? Who's what's happening? What?" And I thought it was so well done the the fact that you had Crosshair um, giving orders or someone giving orders to these mm-hmm. troopers that were meant to be in this particular spot, mm-hmm. and then it goes to those troopers and they're all dead. They're just all they're sitting there. And Crosshair's right, messed dead. up as well, isn't he? He's he's out of the game. Yeah, like you said, he's he's out of the game. He's out of the game. <laughs> and I don't know, just uh, just the way that scene was handled, I thought was very cool because it let it let the viewer think, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Who could this yeah. be? Um, and, mate, it's a Big Daddy Kane, isn't it? Oh, mate, when when they showed Cad Bane again, I was just, <laughs> yes, because we've been talking about, Cad's been coming up a lot on the main shows quite a lot recently with um, people talking about who would we want to see in live action or who would we like to see brought back or kind of stories you want to see resolved. And whether it's me, you, or the listeners, Cad Bane has always mentioned there's a huge audience. And as soon as... Um, Cad showed up. There's a few people I thought of who I thought, well, mm. they're, they are going to be screaming at when this, the moment happens. And it, yeah. but it, it was so cool because, firstly, Cad Bane is the coolest bad bounty hunter out there. I love Cad Bane, man. So I was so happy to see him. They nailed the look of him, the swagger, the voice. Um, so he's been sent by the Kaminoans to collect Omega. You know, his business isn't necessarily with the Bad Batch, but he will take them out if he needs to because he needs to, his job is to get Omega back to the, to the Kaminoans. But we get that brilliant, brilliant Western standoff between Cad Bane and Hunter. And even yeah. who's going to go up against Cad and win. But I love the way that they, 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 they elongated it. They drew it like, like all the good Westerns did. They stretched it and they stretched yeah. it until the elastic was at breaking point. So it's like, how much longer are we going to wait? And then bang. And Cad gets the um, upper hand and Hunter. We think he's dead. <laughs> don't we mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bang! Uh, I love that. <laughs> Bang! Lyrical blow to the jaw. Um, no, I, I really, really, I it, it, it was, it was tense. This is tense. This is tense. Uh, I, I loved that. Like Dave Floney and gang were like, "Yeah, we're going full on cowboys. Uh, yeah. Not even going to hide it. In <laughs> fact, the music we're going to use could pretty much just be used in an old western." Yep. Um, yeah, mate. <laughs> It, oh, was that a little whistle rendition? That was my little kind was of it? western I can't, slide whistle. Well, I can't remember what the whistle thing's called. So Matty, Boy, you know. Matty Boy loves a whistling session. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do that as well. When when we're, when Matty Boy and I are like off air or when we're trying to sort something, but we can, we're talking to each other. Uh, when Matty Boy's doing something, Matty Boy like will start whistling, but not like, not like <laughs> you go... <laughs> It's a very like airy whistle. I've I don't been know told how that, you... and it really annoyed used to annoy people I worked with because I just sit there. Sort of... <laughs> <laughs> That's he used it. To just do that, and he used to really look. Can you stop doing that? I was like, well, I'm not doing anything. Stop whistling, please. Oh, oh, sorry, oh, <laughs> I had my headphones it's So good, so good. Um, <laughs> they went full on cowboys, Cad man. Foot, yeah, Big Daddy <laughs> Kane, Cad Bane. <laughs> um, he was an absolute gangster, wasn't he? Yeah. He was an absolute gangster. He had his little annoying robot um, <laughs> yeah. sidekick. I've never really been a big fan of that droid. Not but, so um, much a fan of the droid, but 
Yeah, it's like they went, oh, Cad Bane is such a um, big daddy that we need to balance it out with this That's stupid it. droid. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I thought it, I, it, it was very, it was cowboys. It was cowboys yeah. and it was, it was very cool. And um, I thought I had a sneaky suspicion, Matty boy, mm-hmm. that they were going to effectively reuse the um, oh. footage Right, you know what I'm going to say the, yeah, the Cadman Boba stuff, Fett, yeah. yes, the the Cadman and Boba Fett fight, which of course was a scene that was um, produced for what was going to be Clone Wars season seven, and we never yeah. got it. That's my understanding of it, and it was a Cadman versus Boba Fett um, shootout, and it basically explained the story of how Boba Fett had that hole in his helmet. I uh, got yeah, the dent in the helmet, not hole. Um, so. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to u- reuse that and basically just reskin Boba as yeah. Hunter. I don't know That's why I thought, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do that here. But they didn't. And actually, it, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, yeah, I thought it was pretty spicy and pretty cool. The Hunter just missed. He just, yeah. he just wasn't as quick as Cad Bane. Nobody's That's as it, quick yeah. as Cad Bane. Yeah, because it's not necessarily saying that Hunter is a worse soldier mm-hmm. because he's probably a better soldier, but that's not what they were doing at that point. You know, the, this was this was cowboy territory. It's sharp, this is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, this is a completely different type of warrior. And just seeing that reflected in this shootout was... <laughs> a proper shootout. A proper shootout. Um, yeah, thought that was pretty sick, man. Thought that was pretty oh, sick. Mate. Very well handled. See, it's uh, it's the it's it's the old shoot 'em up. It's the uh, it's the who draws first, quick draw type trying to fight. And I, I I thought it was great. Again, they stretched out so much. You got the the classic. Let's look into the eyes of both of the um the duelists and and let's have let's let's have the long shot so we can see the surroundings and the distance and all that. Um, I think it's really well done. Really, really well done. Um, and then uh. Here you go. Then once Hunter is stricken, and we think, "Oh, they've just killed him." Okay, because I didn't think they were going to kill. Cad. How how it would have been wicked if they'd used the animatic, but I imagine if they brought Cad Bane back and then shot him within thirty seconds, would have been of course a few issues. Oh, it would have been so lame. It would have been hilarious, been but it would have so... been horrific. Yeah, it it would have really sucked. It would have been <laughs> rubbish. Imagine. To be but then he sees Omega. Sorry, little lady. The stuns her. Bish bash bosh. Omega's out for the count. Um. And we get a wonderful Amiga. POV. Amiga, I'm stand. And then we get a wicked uh, POV <laughs> shot from Hunter's helmet, which is great. Just him Ooh. being carried to the ship. That, that was, was very cool. Really good. But to see, yeah, seeing Cad Bane back, I thought they, I thought him being there, you know, made enough sense. They bought, they, they had Fennec Shand in, so they have one bounty mm. hunter, and they've decided to up the stakes and bring in the best oh. bounty hunter in the galaxy. So. Obviously, Cad's only going to be returning her to the Kaminoans. That's the plan, anyway. His job is to get her and take her back to Kamino. So, in that sense, you know, he's not going to go after the Bad Batch. Surely, uh, the Bad Batch will go to Kamino or whatever. They'll find her there, or they'll they'll know she's there and have to try and infiltrate her somewhat. But what you know, mm. what's the uh, what's the play here then, mate? Because they brought Big Boy Bane back. He's got yep. Omega, and he's been tasked to take her to Kamino. So, what basically, what's going to happen along the way to stop that? Or how did a Bad Batch? get to uh, Camino, or are they going to have a fight with Cad Bane again? Right. You want me to call it? Call it. Right. Okay. Cad Bane's going to take baby Amiga, Amiga, back to Camino. 
Right. And the lads, the lad batch, are going to think, man, we need to go back to Camino, but we need some help. They're going to get the help. I want to go back to Camino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why does it? It's <laughs> raining all the time. Yeah, I know. It rains all the time. Um, <laughs> and they're going to enlist the help of their geezer, Rex, and Ooh. they're going to go try and break her out. Full on season finale of The Mandalorian, styly. So um, Rex and Co, or just Rex? I don't know. Probably Rex and Co. Ma- imagine if Ahsoka just popped up. I don't know. It's that'd Dave probably Filoni, be too mate. much. Yeah, it's Dave Filoni. He'll find but a I do way. Think he's, I do think he's. I think he's learning. I don't know. I'm not sure if we're going to get Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, certainly I don't hope know. Not. It's too early to tell. It's too I early hope to not tell. because you don't need to bring her into everything, Dave. Plus, there's no, there's no need. She's just we just we've just seen her in season seven, and obviously Mando. But season seven of the Mando of, of uh, the Clone Wars, sorry for this era, for this time period and where she's at, that felt like a finale. That felt like, right, she's dropped the sabers. She can't enter galactic action again for a while now. Like You can't surely bring her back. I know people want to, but I don't want any more overkill. Like we seem, we may get with Saw Gerrera, but I also don't want, um, I just don't want it to kind of then kind of go against that finality of, the Clone Wars season seven, and also when she's reintroducing Rebels, that was a, her reintroduction. Rebels kind of felt like a <gasps> wow, she's back kind of moment. Whereas if she's doing stuff and fighting the Empire in between that, it will feel a bit cheap. I think for me, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. I think I need to digest this episode a bit more because I think Cad Bane. Like this is this is halfway through the season now, and I think Cad yeah. Bane. It, it 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 made sense to introduce him now, um, and I think it was really well handled. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna digest that and see what else. What I think, what else? What else is in store for us as the viewer? But right now, mate, with this episode, you know, it, like I said earlier, I, it's just it's left me wanting more. I want mm-hmm. to go and continue watching the rest of the Bad Batch, and we're just getting this weekly thing now. And I'm, it, I love it. It is like a little tease, and I think if we had the whole series, it, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to digest these episodes as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to appreciate them. And I think on episodes, you know, you win, you win some and you lose some. And I know some of these episodes have been, uh, have had a, like a mixed reception, but also I feel like people haven't necessarily been patient enough. And I know that sounds maybe borderline preachy, but that's not, that's not how it's intended. You know, I feel like this was just a really, really nice payoff. This episode, really nice mm-hmm. payoff because everything that we thought would happen or, not 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 even thought would happen we said last week i hope i hope the stakes come in in abundance <laughs> i've had the two for one offer that's it <laughs> down, <laughs> down in Tesco. and and that's what's happened matty boy that's what that's exactly what's happened so matty boy i'm i'm a i am a happy little star wars fan yeah, today happy, <laughs> happy laddie on a friday now it's an instant gratification that instant like when you when things drop on netflix or whatever you can spin mm. through something hey it's done i've got you get any kind of get that hit it's like oh, i feel good now and then you're left with nothing because you haven't yeah. got anything to talk about because the hype's dead um and something big doesn't have to happen each week we've said that we you don't you don't need that. that that's bad television for me i don't need something huge to happen i just need the story to advance i don't need cad bane to show up in every episode i don't need palpatine to show up in the next episode or anything silly like that to get me or ahsoka or whatever to get me excited 
Same with the first season of Mando. I just want yeah. to connect to the characters and follow them. And I'm doing that with the Bad Batch, mate. So, um, but seeing, yeah, seeing our boy Cad back was, was wicked. I didn't expect it one bit. I'm so glad. Um, they have brought Fennec Shan back and used her sparingly. So yeah. I imagine they may do the same with Cad Bane, but he is a big presence to bring back and then not use as much. So interested to see how they use him, mate. Um, and looking forward to next week. So yeah, long may the lad, bad, sad, mad cad batch continue. Um, because we're really, and this is only halfway through the first season. I don't know how many seasons, oh, no. two, three. So, um, all right, mate, uh, rating out of 10, we do this every episode. So let's not stop now. What are you giving reunion? I'll be honest with you, man. Cowboy music, you know, jokes, bants, drama. I'm giving this an eight out of 10, mate boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm just feeling it. I'm going with my gut. I'm going with my gut. And it always, I always say to the listeners, remember that we are we, we just watch this like within the hour. Yeah, so we yeah. are coming off of a high. So I'm going to go with an 8 out of 10. That's what my gut's saying. What about Ooh. you, mate, boy? Out of 10, what are you saying? Um, I'll go away in a half out of 10 because... Oh, um, wow. Because they mixed it up really well. They carried on the this, this story from last week. Uh, and yeah. now we're we're going places. Obviously, Big Boy Bane coming back was a huge win. But you know, seeing Crosshair back, seeing the batch against Crosshair and his team, how they got out of it, being on Bracker, the music, like you said, big win for me, mate. So now the uh, uh, what's another word for stakes? I've just said it. The expectations are raised now for next week. So uh, yeah, bring on next Friday, mate. Bring on the bad batch again. I think that uh, so I think that wraps up our episode. Unless you've got anything else you want to chuck in last minute. No, other than it's um, it's the lad batch, and it is just so good. So good it is. Well, that is that. If you want to let us know what you thought about the episode of The Bad Batch, let us know, or what you thought of the show. Do you, do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Have we missed something, or have we hit on something which is potentially gold? Let us know, um, you know, in the usual places. Follow the Search Star Wars Sessions on any social media platform. You'll find us there. Talk to us about The Bad Batch. We're all ears. However... Until next Friday when we come to episode 9 from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Luke, sorry little lady. 